Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Hannah, and I am your host of this podcast. I, For those of you who don't know, I've had a lot of new folks joining my Instagram page recently, joining my email list. So I'm not really... When I started this thing, it was really like a 30 people who listened, and more and more, I'm realizing that there's people that I don't know who are, who are listening, who don't know me, who may not know my background or who I am or why I started this. So I'm going to give a brief synopsis before I talk about what I'm doing right now, and then we're going to get into the meat of the episode. So I started the Yes You Can podcast just over a year ago. Um, I felt compelled after a spin class that I led. I'm a, I'm a motivator, which is a fitness instructor for spin. And I wanted to talk about my story. I often bring in little vignettes and storytelling pieces into my rides about my mother and about grief and my experience with that. Um, and I wanted to just sort of lay it out on the table of, of where I came from and, and felt really empowered in that moment to share my story because it was coming from a place of strength. Seven years ago, I lost my mom to mental illness. And if you want to go back to episode one, you can hear the full story about that. And I'm very outspoken about mental health awareness. And I often will have conversations that are really um, thought-provoking, compelling with people who share either a similar experience and lost a parent or lost a sibling or lost a loved one to mental illness, or even now just in other conversations about grief as, as I'm getting older and friends are losing their parents too. I think that they're turning to me a little bit more than when I was 26 and first um, lost her. And this is actually the week anniversary. So there's a, a significant week for me in the timeline of losing my mom when she was admitted to the hospital and for all intents and purposes was um, no longer here. And that is March 14th. That's coming up on Sunday. And I'm keenly aware of it because it's an unavoidable, unavoidable anniversary. Um, it's one I wish on nobody, no matter <laughs> no matter who you are, what you've done. It's a painful reminder that they're not here and that you've been continuing to exist without them. And so I, well, this is a significant week for me and March is, is a significant month. I also feel really empowered and I've felt empowered since starting this podcast to continue to talk about her, to, to continue starting and continue, continuing conversations about mental health and wellness. And so that's where the Yes You Can podcast was born out of. But it also started because I wanted to extend the conversations and the, and the impact and the the evolutions that I, f I felt like I was witnessing in spin. I'm a spin instructor and I'm a fitness um, enthusiast and have been for the last 12 years since starting to work in fitness um, sales at Good Life and doing fitness competitions and almost becoming a trainer. And spin is really where I've landed because it is just such an amazing and beautiful space to connect with others while disconnecting from the outside world and really focusing inward. And as a motivator, I feel like it's my job and my privilege to be able to show people kind of almost hold up a mirror and, and connect them with things that they might have been avoiding and that are happening in their minds or their bodies by choosing tracks that have really, um, uh, deep and emotional lyrics by sometimes giving others permission to celebrate themselves or rage against something. And 
I felt like 45 minutes is just not a lot, not enough. And so yes, you can is my tagline from spin that I use strategically and sparingly in my rides to motivate people to get through the hard times. And the yes, you can post podcast is an extension of that motivational sentence to try and, and help people feel empowered and supported as they go through the hard times in their life. So that's a little bit about me. Actually, you know what? Let's add to this. And my, my career is as a communications and marketing director, and I'm working in, in nonprofits and for charities as I have been for the last 11 years. And I've also been running a communications consulting business and I've been continuing to do that. So this is a little bit of a background about me. If you want to know more, you can just head to my LinkedIn page or uh, go do a deep dive in my social media and you'll see little bits of all of these things that I've been speaking about. But this week, I am really excited. As I mentioned, it's kind of a significant anniversary for me and I tend to try and schedule really positive things around this anniversary. March 18th, 2018, I actually scheduled the first ever um, scheduled and ran the first ever Winnipeg Dress Collective dress fitting event. The Winnipeg Dress Collective is a charitable project that I run completely volunteer with in a partnership with Best Care Dry Cleaners, where I take new and used donated bridal gowns and match them with brides in need. And so brides who show uh, dem- or demonstrate a need in some way, whether it be financial or they've gone through grief or they've gone through something really hard and they need a wedding dress because this wedding is going to be a beautiful transformation for them, a beautiful moment, a beautiful reprieve from whatever they're going through, but they, for some reason, can't afford a wedding dress and weddings are, um, very expensive for anybody who's been married. You know, that a white dress, that's a wedding dress is like four times the price. So I have close to a hundred wedding dresses, uh, that I have in my possession and every so often we do these fitting events. And the first ever one we had was on March 18th. And that is the anniversary of when my mom passed away. And you might be thinking like, what is this girl? Is she like a fucking masochist or something? Um, your mom's if you're listening with kids, but I like, yes and no. I, my strategy for doing this is really to, have a, a distraction. I'm, I'm self-aware enough that I know that when I'm running and when I'm busy, I'm at my best. And two, it's because I chose to have a celebration of life for my mom instead of a funeral. And I choose to try and celebrate her life while grieving her and while missing her by doing and by doing, by managing, by launching projects that I think would make her smile and that she would be proud of me for, um, it is my greatest accomplishment in life to make her proud. And I know she'd be proud of me. And part of what inspired the Winnipeg dress collective was her altruistic neighbor nature and how at her celebration of life, I was told by hundreds of people who filled the Qualico center, which is where we had it, that she was the most giving person they've ever met. And so now I choose to try and, you know, work my schedule for me so that I'm not going to be having the, the full day to myself, whether it's March 14th or March 18th or any of those days in between to do nothing 
I feel like giving back is my way of healing. I feel like connecting with others is my way of healing. And I feel like, you know, creating space for being able to talk about her is also very healing. And and when I talk about projects that I'm really excited about and I can connect those with why I'm doing them and back to her, it makes me smile. So this is like a long preamble. I actually wanted this episode to be maybe like 20 minutes max and we're already at the eight minute mark. But the reason I'm saying all of this is because this Thursday and this Sunday, I'm hosting two free webinars. Now, part of my journey as a fitness instructor and as a mentor and as a leader of teams and of people is realizing that my superpower, my area of genius, and when I feel the most fulfilled is when I am helping others find their own magic. I've been leading teams and I've been fortunate enough to have staff that I mentor, including students since 2014, since my first year as a manager and seeing people grow and get better and become more confident in what they do is like literally my kryptonite of, of what makes me smile. And you can probably hear my voice right now. Cause I'm thinking about some of the people I've been lucky enough to work with. It is what I'm most enthusiastic about even more, even more so than leading people in class. I've led a few trainings with instructors through the studio that I teach at and have helped with auditions. And I do this completely volunteer from a volunteer perspective, because it just makes me so happy to give somebody feedback and to build them up and to help them feel like they can light up others. So this Thursday and this Sunday, I'm leading two webinars and we're going to see how we go from there called the three steps or sorry, your three steps to fitness mastery, how mastering motivation, musicality, and marketing will help you level up, fill classes and change lives. So I'm going to say it again, because I kind of stumbled over my own webinar title. Your three steps to fitness mastery, how mastering motivation, musicality, and marketing will help you level up, fill classes and change lives. This is for anybody who wants to become a fitness instructor, who wants to become a specifically a spin instructor, who is a new spin instructor. So somebody who's been within their first year or two, or somebody who's interested in opening up their own studio. And the reason I have those three different kind of audiences is because I realized that I've never seen training or a program or a certification that has really focused on the three things that I think helped have helped me level up as a fitness instructor and draw on some really specific experience that I talked to about and spoke to in my intro. Now, this is not, um, the reason I'm doing this isn't to compete with any other training out there or certifications. I think they all sort of serve their purpose. But what I realized in my first year of teaching was that I was not aware of how hard it was going to be. And I went in to teaching with a, a bit of a naivete about how filling classes would help me get better times on a schedule, which would then help me reach more people and how filling classes was related to being an exceptional communicator and also being really good at marketing myself and then connecting music to support both of those things. Now I said a lot of things in that sentence, but basically being exceptional at 
understanding how the the psychology behind marketing and how to set yourself apart on a schedule will help you fill classes so you can impact more people and use your mastery of motivation and communication to build loyal followings and people who come to your classes. And I think that that might have sounded overwhelming to anybody who wants to become a fitness instructor. And I completely get it because when I went in, I was like, I'm a DJ. I understand marketing. I've been, I have three degrees now. I have two degrees at the time, but two degrees specifically in public relations and marketing. And I went in thinking that it was going to be like easy peasy lemon squeezy. And it was actually easy peasy, sorry, (laughs) difficult, difficult lemon difficult. As I've said on this podcast before, I was so anxious before every single one of my rides, and you can listen to a longer explanation in one of my previous episodes um, called My Spin Journey and to Becoming an Instructor. I was so anxious. I didn't understand how to concisely, concisely communicate within one track or even within one ride, what I wanted to say, because if you didn't get it already, I can be a little bit long winded (laughs) just by virtue of like listening to me on this podcast. It takes, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get to a point. And so I was struggling with having like a few key messages to give to my riders, to have them come away feeling like, Oh man, that was a life-changing class. Or I had this epiphany during that class, or I completely understood what she was saying. I felt like I was talking way too much. I was then not sure when to speak. And I didn't understand music and how it could support those things, or even choreography and how it support those things. So this masterclass webinar is going to be talking about my, this is, I'm calling it my triple threat strategy, um, to leveling up. I'm going to be giving away takeaways from each one that you can, each section that you can adopt today, whether you're teaching, whether you're not quite teaching, whether you want to prep for the podium. And I'm going to be talking about the three crystal clear signs that you're ready to level up as a fitness instructor, even if you're not teaching anywhere yet. And leveling up could mean that you are ready to embark on this fitness journey. What it could mean that you are, have reached a bit of a plateau. Maybe you're in your first six months and you've got like the jitters out, but now you're feeling like, okay, I never know if my classes are going to be waitlisted or not. I not, my numbers are a little bit tricky to understand why certain, certain things land and certain things don't. I don't know how to use theme classes. I don't know when to do co-leads. I feel awkward in the moments before the, the class actually starts. I don't know how to use those moments to help me develop a deeper connection. I don't know how to use social media, to help me <laughs> develop a deeper connection. So we're going to be talking about, I mean, there's so many things I'm excited to launch into. Um, and including that is the presence element that I was just talking about, which is how to connect with people when in the awkward moments before a ride. And even during the stretch, I'm saying all of this because I'm hoping that people feel like this webinar could be from them. It's not for you if you have no interest in teaching. And if you don't, this is probably not the episode for you either. But I wanted to start off the pre-webinar sort of runway, getting people excited for everybody who's already signed up. And there's more than 120 of you. I'm smiling as I say that because I'm overjoyed um, with a few tips. I realized that out of the three, and I think marketing and musicality are going to be the two kind of surprise wins for everybody as we talk about social media and how to template your playlists. But for motivation, I want 
any of the fitness instructors out there or want to be fitness instructors to immediately start saving quotes that resonate with them that they see on social media. This is going to be the basis for which you draw inspiration to motivate others. Because when you see a quote that makes you feel something, you inherently have a story that can relate to that quote. Even if you can't think of it just yet, if you read a quote and it makes you feel something, then that means that it is relating to an experience you've already had and you just need to sit with it for a minute, maybe come back to it and realize and remember what experience that is. Not every single one of your stories are going to be ones that are appropriate to share as a fitness instructor to others. It just won't. There might be times when you have a ride that's dedicated to a theme or raising awareness. And that would be a time when you can go really deep and very specifically into your own story. But the motivation that you are presenting to others should be based on something that others can also relate to. So when we're talking about a quote, and the reason I want you to start saving these quotes is because they are most likely going to be able to draw things out of other people as well, just as they have drawn something out of you. And as I mentioned, kind of in the intro of why I became, well, how I like to motivate others and, and hold up this mirror was the example I used is fitness instructors are here to ask questions and provoke thoughts that others can relate to because it's not about us as much as that might sound backwards. We are there to ask questions, provide statements, and they're kind of like sentence starting statements that make others have realizations and epiphanies about themselves. So if we start from a point of being inspired by a quote, taking a step back and step two would be writing down the story that relates to it. You can write it down. You can, I have a note section on my phone that I use And I don't just say with like what happened, which is, I think a mistake some of us make is they say, you know, I read this quote about, um, being braver than you think. And you know, this time I was brave because this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then you, the song's done and your, your ride's probably done. You've already like forgotten, (laughs) like nobody, you didn't even get to finish the story. So I want you to take the quote. Step two is write down the story, but don't write down the story and what happened. I want you to write down how you felt because feelings are something that everybody can relate to instead of details about what actually happened. So step one, find the quote. Step two, write down, you know, maybe a little reminder for yourself if you don't quite remember the story and, and put how you felt. And then three, you relate it back to them. So you say, let's talk about playing big and being brave. Um, and I relate those two things together because I want to be a little bit more specific than just being brave. Um, so in one of my rides at wheelhouse, I have, uh, it's called the final ride. And the whole premise of the ride was that if this was your last ride, if this was your last time on the bike and you knew that, how much effort would you give me? How much effort? more celebration would you be giving your body? How much more enthusiasm would you have walked into this ride with? How much more work ethic would you be showing me? And that's, this is just to contextualize what I'm about to say in terms of the actual motivation itself. But 
a story I told in the final, final push, the final race about why I cared about the final ride and why I was asking these questions was saying, because you never know the quote that inspired this whole thing. You never know when something is going to be the last time that you do something. We go through life, not having any clue that this beautiful experience we have that we are taking for granted could be the last time that we are ever given that privilege of doing it. So what I'm asking you today is to give me a little bit more. And the reason this is so important, and I find this to be so powerful is because I have wasted some of my years and my time questioning my worth, questioning my ability, being distracted, not playing big enough because I'm scared of what other think other people think instead of being excited to lean into my potential. I want to empower all of you to think about this experience as being an opportunity and to not take this opportunity for granted. Let's fucking go four, three, two, one asses up. I started giggling cause I'm, you know, I have to instinctively can't count us in to something from there. But what I did there was I talked about this quote. I talked about how the challenge I wanted to bring to them and how the feelings associated with that. And I wanted to empower them through my own experience, not being specific about the time in my life, how old I was, the details, getting stumped, you know, getting caught up on the details of where I was and what I was doing. I just talked about how this is something that I felt. And so if this is something that I felt, I know that other people have done the same thing. And that's the power of finding inspiration from quotes is because people are sharing them because they're saying, hell yes, that's exactly me. This exact thing is energizing me and my spirit and, and me today. And so when you see that and you feel that, put that in a little folder, however you want to organize this or save it or whatever. And then I want you to start actually going a step further and articulating how you plan to share this with others. Because when we start to being really intentional about motivation in our classes, it helps us level up to a degree where we feel like we are reaching into somebody's body, touching their soul and lighting it with a spark. And that is like a direct quote from somebody who's been to one of my rides. And, you know, the, the, I joke about my superpower being, being able to make people feel something and, and often cry because it's true. Because when you are super intentional about your speech and you have a plan of how you want to say something and you know, what's going to correlate with that climactic moment in a track and you do it by holding up a mirror to them and making it about them versus making it about you, you feel like you are exactly where you're meant to be and that you are becoming the fitness instructor of your dreams. So this is one little vignette I wanted to lead with the the lead the week with. I hope it made you feel super empowered. I'm going to be doing this every day leading up until Thursday. Um, A little different tips and tidbits for my instructors or for my wannabe instructors. If you are somebody who has felt the calling to become a fitness instructor or a spin instructor, do not let fear get in your way of holding you back, stopping you or stop or pausing this journey. I want you to give me the opportunity to inspire you by coming to one of these webinars. And if you're a fitness instructor who's saying, you know, I'm pretty good in all these places. I've been teaching for a few years, a hundred percent great. 
it's going to be an hour long. If you are not somebody who's working in marketing as a professional or has the experience of a communications um, degree or motivational speaking or um, has taken a preaching course, which I have, you're going to find something or or our professional DJ, there's going to be something that I'm going to give you that I guarantee will be inspirational. And I think the reason, again, the reason I'm trying to do this is because I've haven't seen anything else out there that talks about these three areas specifically. And these three areas are what have helped me change my business, transform how I am as an instructor, develop a level of confidence where I feel like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And an enthusiasm for what I do that isn't hindered by distractions on templating my playlists or feeling like I'm wasting time or feeling unsure or having self-doubt. I am definitely not a perfect instructor and I'm not the instructor for everybody else, for everybody, um, which is something we're going to be talking about in terms of personal branding and being okay with, with not pleasing every single rider that comes into your, your space or your client that comes into your space because you're not supposed to be for everybody. So again, I hope to see you on the webinar. If not, you're going to be getting inspiration regardless for the next few days as we lead up to it. My webinar runway, as I'm calling it, the link to sign up is in the show notes, and you can also find it in my Instagram bio at Hannah Rose Spin. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Happy International Women's Day. If you're on my email list, you also would have received a playlist. I hope you're bopping around to that, enjoying the sunshine. Have a wonderful day, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, you can. <laughs>